0: Hi everyone, welcome to CEO School. I'm your host Snara Madani, and today I had a completely different episode outlined for you, and I've changed my mind because I've walked into the studio today feeling so much overwhelm. Like there, I don't know about you, and I know you're probably all going to feel exactly what I'm feeling. But just like this summer, there's so much stuff. I I felt like. I imagined summer to be slow, and this was gonna be like, this was like the first summer that I had that I'm not full-time, or what I considered full-time working, right? So where I don't have my day-to-day at Stacks anymore, and that is completely off my plate. I was still managing CEO school, Roughly about 10 hours a week is what it took me to um run CO school and to put on the podcast and everything else. And then I had, you know, a massive schedule, minimum, like 40 hours scheduled, you know, Monday through Friday at Stacks. And then that didn't include travel and everything else. So this summer is kind of the first summer that that whole component, that you know, 50 hours a week of my life is gone. And yes, I've added more time back into CEO school, but this was the first summer I'm also not traveling. Like, I keep saying, I'm like, we're not traveling. Last summer I went away for like five weeks. So it was a very long like time away from home. And this summer we decided that we were gonna take A bunch of little trips versus doing like this one massive trip. So I had come into this summer feeling like I'm going to get awesome rest. I'm going to feel rejuvenated and I'm going to get awesome time with the kids. I'm going to get a lot of self care time. All of the things, everything in between was my. You know, hot girl summer plan for this summer. And I will tell you that it is the end of July, and I feel like I have no idea where summer went. We have three weeks left of summer, and I'm feeling so overwhelmed by just everything, just everything this week. And so I just wanted to kind of share some of those feelings, what's taking place. And it's that feeling of like overwhelm. I'm definitely feeling anxiety levels, like back up. I am definitely feeling this like lack of support for some reason and just feel like there's a million things on my to-do list and none of it is getting done. And so I really wanted to share kind of how I'm tackling this overwhelm right now and like what – to remind myself of like what I need to be doing to tackle it because I will tell you when, you know, I would say like just last year, my life was completely different with – the million things that I managed on my plate. So when I look at it, I'm like, well, I shouldn't feel this overwhelmed as I am because I managed a lot more. But at the same time, I feel like what takes place is when you shed something. It doesn't take very long for you to fill that time up with other busy. And so I do think it's a time for me to just center myself, reset again. Really taking a look at like, what is this? Like, why am I feeling overwhelmed and solve the problem? And so, when I walked into the studio, I was talking to Carolina, uh, my podcast manager, and I was just telling her today, I was like, I feel super, super overwhelmed. Here's what's happening. And, you know, I was like, you know what? Let's, let's forget the, this, uh, we had like a marketing episode planned today, which we could record another day. I was like, this is what I feel like sharing. And I was like, let's just solve this together. So, I just wanted to give a shout out to all of like the the moms, you know, that are out there, you know, that are listening to this show because it is a lot of shit. Like mom shit is just a lot of stuff. There is this extra level of constant worry and thinking about all the things that you have to do to take care of your family. And right now, I do think that one of the big reasons for my overwhelm is I actually haven't had my nanny um, for the last three and a half weeks. So it's been almost a month and um, she's ill. And so we, you know, she, she just needs her, you know, she needs, she needs her time. And so we were like, of course, and uh, thought that, you know, it'd be, it'd be fine. And overall it's fine, but I could definitely see like there is this huge extra level of that overwhelm that's, you know, falling on me because not of not having that help. And And I really do feel for all the moms who don't have that help consistently. And I've been through ebbs and flows of where I've had consistent help, where I haven't had consistent help. But just mom shit, y'all, is it's intense. There's so much to do. This weekend, I had Mila's seventh birthday, and it was so beautiful and so perfect. And it was a sleepover for twelve girls, which was the first time and the last time I'm probably gonna have twelve girls sleeping over at my house. But we had such a cute birthday, and it went it went like as amazing as I had planned. But it was a lot of work getting it planned and doing all the things and all the vendors and all the things to get this like party done. But it was. Like it was a lot. That was a lot. And then just our travel and camps. And I'm trying to incorporate – like we've been going with them to all of these different things. i you know, been dropping off um, the girls to two different camps. Also, my kids are at like multi-different ages right now where they're not um, able to do the things together. So I'm also very much looking for – I think I'm in a time also in my momhood period where – I am looking forward to when they'll all like this fall, Mila and Anna will both go to school together in the fall. And so I'm like really looking forward to both of them kind of being in school uh, together, having one drop off, one pickup. So right now we're kind of in that thick of everything is all over. And I, I, I do want to just just talk about the mom overwhelm. And I would say that that kind of never leaves. And I would say the reason why I'm probably one that there, I I have not had the daily support that i've usually had so there's like just the extra level of like groceries and just you know dinner and like everything else like just everyday stuff that no matter what i had you know even a couple of days a week somebody to just be my like my my right hand in solving the the regular day-to-day stuff and so that has been that has been absent but i think i could have done a better job of like planning like and Planning for it, I guess. And maybe I'm like being too hard on myself. Like, this is where I'm at today. So, this is it. It's just crazy, but let's kind of like think about how we're going to solve it. And I think that's kind of where my mentality is at. And if, like, for this episode, I think my goal is to problem solve the overwhelm, but hopefully leave all of you, you know, the philosophy and the thinking of how I kind of solve through challenges or problems. And so, um, you know, the first thing is like, like feeling and like just feeling it and like acknowledging your feelings that you are feeling overwhelmed or you do have anxiety and there is a lot on your plate and there is so much going on and so step number one is just giving yourself like letting yourself feel it and I wish a couple of weeks ago I felt like I had all these things creeping up but I was kind of ignoring it and just like powering through the million things, and I could have done a better job of saying no to some of the things that are on my schedule, um, planning for it better. I've been out of my process. I think that that has also been a huge part that's missing right now in What's taking place during like the summer time is that every week, Faisal and I sit down and do our Sunday Zoom out. Like, that is like a without fail thing. You've seen me, if for those of that have been following me on social for probably a decade now, you've seen me post about this on social. Every Sunday, my partner and I sit down and we look at what's ahead for the week and then we divide and conquer. So it's, and this is we've been doing this even before we like before we had kids and even before we we had any help and so uh, we haven't been doing that and so those are some of the things that I'm thinking about that I could have you know could have done but that's life here we are but like let's now put it back into gear so i would love to share with you how i think that i could be solving for all of this overwhelm and i'm sure many of you guys feel that way and we're going to have seasons of it too right and that's something that i do feel about stress and anxiety and there are definitely seasons of it for me in particular and I'm sure for many of you as well where it feels like so many things creep up all at once and then you've got a lot to tackle and then like the season kind of like slows down a bit. But I don't know if necessarily the season slows down or that we get so bombarded and overwhelmed that we're like, okay, now I've got to reset and start saying no and now I've got to put my boundaries in place and now I've got to make sure I'm planning in place. And so we kind of force ourselves into the next bit of a timeout. And so I think that that's what I'm about to do. So one, um, like the, the list is never ending, right? And so a couple of things that I'm doing right now, we were supposed to, so we're leaving for uh, our friend's 40th birthday tomorrow. So that's also adding to the overwhelm. I don't usually leave my kids um, for more than two days at a time, or if I travel, like last week, I was in uh, DC uh, visiting uh, the vice president. And so I went and Faisal stayed back that same week right before that, Faisal was in Naples and I was at home with the kids. So one of us is always home, but tomorrow we're leaving both for a friend's 40th, which I am so, so, so excited for. We haven't had like a couple's trip, just us and with our friends in so long. And so I'm so so looking forward to it. But there's a lot to do. And especially when we're like leaving the kids for five days. So it is a long period of time. I'm gonna be gone Wednesday through Sunday and it's not my usual. I don't usually Leave for that long, and so um, that's taking place. And then, as soon as we were getting back, we are supposed to be going to Europe. So we have a two-week Europe, Europe um, European adventure plan to end summer. We did not go over the pond this summer. Every summer we do try to um, go international with our kids. We did go to um, the Bahamas on um, a trip. We did do DC. We did do New York with them. We did a bunch of like little things, but. We have this two week trip planned um, right after. So we get back from Tulum on Sunday, and then Wednesday we leave for Europe for two weeks, butting right up to when school starts. And so I do believe that the first decision I'm going to make is I'm just going to say no to that trip. And I know what a lot of you are thinking like, we've been. Like, how could you say no to, like, something you've been planning for? We probably will have – we'll probably lose some deposits on certain things that we have booked, but um, I really do feel okay with saying no. Like, right now, I don't think that our nanny situation is going to change. I do need to start figuring out what we need to do for help in the fall and – and so I do need to take that time. Like right now, I need to get geared up for like when school starts so I can get back into a normal schedule and routine and my kids can get into a normal schedule and routine. And I am one for like this happens to me, like this feeling of overwhelm happens when I am out of sync with with schedules or, or when I'm out of sync with like consistency in things that I do. And so like consistency of that Sunday Zoom out, consistency of having – that support, consistency of having um, my systems in place, right, and, and that could be like even my personal systems of my calendar, my schedule, like travel has been throwing a bunch of things off, like I usually come into the studio on certain days, I go to the office on certain days, I do way work from home on certain days, I calendar block really well. But when I'm out of my systems, I feel like the feeling of overwhelm definitely, um, it, it creeps in further for me. And so I do believe that if I were if I'm gonna come back from Tulum, I'm gonna go off for two weeks and it's gonna be amazing. Um, however, I do feel like I'm gonna come back to more overwhelm and I do not wanna start the school year with all of this overwhelm and then figuring out all of this stuff for my life. And so I would rather first and foremost just say no. And so I think that's the first thing that I'm gonna do. Faisal and I kind of talked about it last night because of all of the stuff that's going on. And so we are going to probably, I would say like 99.9% say no to the trip and take these next two weeks. And we'll we'll probably end up doing something like we, we still want to do um, something for the kids and do our like family little vacation before we head off, like before school starts. So I'll probably look for something that is really easy to get to probably Bahamas again or Mexico or something super easy like something that we can like fly over go pick a nice resort that has like every single thing like done I don't have to think I don't have to do whatever and go get like four days of R&R with the kids I think that is like what we need as a family more than the like crazy European adventure and Europe will be there we are very fortunate and very blessed and we have um, Thanksgiving planned in Europe already, so I feel like we have plenty of like plenty of that to look forward to. But saying no is something that is is like step one that we just have to I have to do, and that goes to like when you're feeling overwhelmed, like take a look at what is what's on your plate. Take a look at what you have, and it's okay to say even if you've invested a ton of time, even if you invested a ton of dollars, and this applies to work as well, right? This is work and life. Even if we've invested time and dollars into it, what is my cost? Like it's gonna cost me more thereafter if I don't say no. Like I don't wanna be like super exhausted, overwhelmed, feeling like I'm not even gonna get to enjoy the trip with all the things that are taking place. And so like that's a sunk cost almost, even in business, right? So there you have to be willing to like walk away from things. And so I just wanted to share that with you. I'm gonna say no. And that is totally okay. And And I'm pretty – we're pretty good about putting things on, like, the right, like, cards and, like, on American Express. And every time I buy – anytime we travel, my travel schedule changes so much even up until the last minute. So I'm always paying that extra for, like, travel insurance and all of that. So, like, big tip for entrepreneurs, like, just pay the little bit of extra so that you have that flexibility as well, right? And sometimes even when we're, like, doing things in – like, in the moments, like, sometimes we – We just don't know. And I would rather have that insurance to like always be able to fall back on. And now I've kind of found myself, like I know myself more. Like we've done this a few times where, not this, I've done this plenty when it comes to my business trips and other trips and schedules just changing. And so I always opt in for, every insurance and every like protection that I can so that I have that ease of mind that I can do it. And so tip, like moving forward, like for those that don't do that and you are entrepreneurs, you are mothers, life is super, super crazy. Like just just get that, that, that little bit of extra insurance policy so you're not like feeling stuck, right? So number one, I'm saying no. Um, and then two, I think like the first thing I wrote down is like, I was like how to solve and I'm like, I just wrote i don't think there's a perfect solution so i do want to share that with all of you that i don't think there is a perfect solution when there there is a lot going on there's a million things like that there's there isn't a perfect solution and so i think we also have to be okay with some things just like not getting done or not being perfect and just taking them off the to-do list and putting it onto a shelf and putting it on into a parking lot and This goes to like what's happening like right now, the overwhelm that I'm feeling. It's not just obviously like there's the family component of it, but in business right now, like we have so much stuff happening at CO School. It's super, super exciting. Um, We have a retreat coming in August, August 23rd to the 25th. Um, I invite all of you to come join us. We have 20 seats for the retreat. Send me a DM right away if you want to come. Um, i'd love to host you so we're we have that coming in august we have a big event that's happening and then we're opening up doors to our accelerator which is our 12week um, Co school uh, program that we i do it twice a year and so that's going to be opening up in the fall and so i've got that launch to kind of prepare for and then we have got like regular day-to-day right and so that's what's happening here at Co school and then in the rest of my world i'm also like there's I've got so much happening on like a PR end. I've got um, a lot of speaking engagements this fall and I'm so excited for them. And I'm not just saying yes to anything. I'm speaking at some of like the greatest stages and I'm so excited. I'm going to the Inc conference. I'll be speaking at the Inc 5000 conference. I'll be speaking at Forbes 30 Under 30 conference. I'll be speaking at the Fortune conference. I'll be speaking at the JP Morgan conference. I'll be speaking. Um, at Web Summit in Lisbon. I'll be speaking at like uh, the Women Connect Conference. I'll be speaking in Scottsdale, Arizona at the Women's Trust Conference. So I've got some like, of like, just I'm so excited for this speaker, like this like season of my life that's coming. That is, you know, I'm really excited. I've worked really hard to to say yes to these things, to be invited to these stages. And, but it's going to take, me saying no to other things. Like when I travel and just like last this last week I was in like DC, it just throws like, this is part of what my life is. Like every single week I'm on an airplane somewhere, going somewhere, traveling somewhere. And your travel life might not be that crazy, but how this can apply to you, even if you have whatever projects that are lined up, I know, I can, I know it's coming in the fall, therefore I have to shed some things off of my plate and if you think about it even our plates right our plates are so loaded right and do you want to eat off of like a buffet plate like when you're like when you're having your meal right do you want to eat off of a plate that you're just like dumping every single thing on and then you look at your plate and it's just it's not appetizing it's 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 way more food than you need it's not healthy for you it's super overwhelming, it's it's disjointed, It's it doesn't make sense, it's not cohesive, and you're not gonna enjoy it. Like You're gonna feel like shit after it. And so we know that, but why are we getting in the buffet line in the first place, right? And so I know what's gonna happen and I wanna curate my plate. I wanna be very strategic about what goes on my plate. And I wanna keep a balanced plate, right? And that is how we approach nutrition and that's how we should be approaching um you know that's how we should be approaching our like our the proverbial plate like our proverbial plate should never be that full and overwhelmed and so i do think that i need to like skip the buffet line this fall and make sure okay here's what's coming up ahead so i've got a pretty busy fall schedule speaking schedule lined up which means that travel is going to happen which means that i do have to prioritize support at home because I'll I'll still be traveling for only about two days for each of those different things. But am I taking like, like, were we taking the kids? Like, what are schedules looking like? What else has to like come with that? And then what else has to come off, right? So I can't have these crazy weeks while also adding any net new programming to Co school, while adding on anything net new to the plate as well. So It is super important for me to like zoom out, see what's ahead and start taking things off. And so that probably means that going into the fall, I am not gonna be, I'm gonna be super, super vigilant about my calendar and keeping my calendar just for the important necessary things and not adding in um, the extra coffee dates, the extra partnership opportunities, the extra uh, PR, like whatever the things that come, I think I, I just have to be in that mindset of, it's not a no, it's just a no, not right now. And that's the thing I wanna show you guys. It's like when I finally learned to embrace the word no, it's the most powerful word in my CEO vocabulary. It's not a no, it's just a no, not right now, right? And what we have to learn to be able to, we can put it on the shelf, right? And it doesn't mean we're never gonna come back to the shelf or come back, we could put it in the parking lot. It's not like we're never gonna come back to the parking lot. It just means, hey, I know it's there, it's sitting right there, It's not right now. And I can always come back to it and take that piece right back out and say, okay, now is the time. And so for those that, like, you know, I grew up in an environment um, that, you know, where I've definitely grown up to like say yes to to opportunities say yes to things i'm an immigrant kid like this is just part of like my dna i'm a i'm a people pleaser i'm a yes person i tend to want to make everybody happy and so the word yes usually comes out first and so i have learned to say yes in a way that also aligns with what i need on my schedule and on my time so it's a yes but not right now Right so it's not necessarily a full no it's just a not right now i'm going to put it on my shelf and let's let's circle back right in september after um, after after this time period because I think I'll be able to make more time and actually be able to say yes from a place of like to be able to fully support that project that you know that opportunity, that speaking engagement, that partnership, that customer, whatever it is. I'm going to be able to fully support that when I give that yes in September. So it's not a no. it's just an it's a yes just not right now. And so I do think that that is what has to take place for, the fall is like let's take a look at it and say we have to start saying no. So that's on my list. I'm going to have to add that to my list of like what we have to say no to. And then again like I said there isn't a perfect solution um and the second thing I wrote is like be okay with it being done and not perfect. So just because like there there are things that have to get done and things have to keep, you know, like to we have to keep the ball moving and the bus moving for business and for life and whatever the things are but it's okay it doesn't have to be perfect right and so i and we all know this and we like I, you've heard me talk about this probably every other episode on our perfectionism as women and i am still a, a recovering perfectionist i am still such a perfectionist i say i don't i'm like okay i'm okay with it not being perfect but it still bothers me like there are parts of me that I still think about. I'm like, oh, that thing is just—I could have done this better, and this should have been at that like 100% mark. And we could do this, and we could do that. Perfect example is we just launched our merch line, and if you haven't had an opportunity to check out our merch line, I'm going to link it in the show notes. You have to check it out. It's—it's it's so awesome. It's the stuff is like stuff I wear every day, and these are the things that you guys have been asking for. We've been putting this off. It's been—it's been a yes, but not right now. It's been on the shelf for a little over two years now. And even like we'd ordered product, we have inventory, we've got the vendors, we've got everything lined up. We just weren't ready to do fulfillment yet. And so that was sitting on the shelf. And then, you know, it's been on the list and it was on the list to get, you know, we had a new web, we had our uh, website where all we were doing, uh, rebranding our website and rebranding our programming and kind of getting all that consolidated. The merch, this was the time to make sure that the merch shop was listed on our website and so, At that moment, it was like, okay, let's get it done, let's get it up. And I know it's not perfect, but it's done. And I, I kid you not, like there are still things like that. I'm like, oh, we need to follow up on this, and we need to get like we have no. um, There are other like SKUs and products that we need, different sizing that we have to bring into. Um, There's just so many little things that are just not perfect. And so, for the sake of this episode, I just want to like zoom out of here on the merch stuff. To say, like, I know it's not perfect, and it and I want to be honest with you, it does bother me. Like, I want to be fully honest with you. It does annoy me that it's not perfect, but I have to just be okay with it. And that is what I'm trying to do, is just be okay with it. But I did want to share with all of you that, like, it's not perfect, and it's not that it doesn't bother me that it's not perfect, but it got done and I'm really happy that it's done. And that when now I've, you know, somebody sends me a a, um, a DM to say, oh, I love your mom and my rich man, you know, sweatshirt or where can I get that coffee mug? Or my, like, I really need the journal. How do I get, I can, my team can send them a link. We have a link and we have a shoppable site that we can actually get the hands. Like, what is my goal to get the products into the hands of the people that want it? And so I have to be okay with it being done and not perfect. And that doesn't mean that like, everything has to be that way, right? And so I don't wanna like, you know, excellence is part of my DNA. So I hate when like, when somebody tells me, you know, I'm too much of a perfectionist, I have, I hold excellence here, right? And that is the reason why I do very well. That is the reason why I am successful, right? I definitely also command excellence from my team. And so I do want to share with you that we can, it's not about just being, I want to have that level of excellence, but I also have to know, when do I command that level of excellence? Everything cannot be at that command level of excellence because we'd be fully burnt out all the time if everything was at 100, 100, 100, 100, 100, 100 right? And so that is where the third portion of this comes in, which is really thinking about those priorities. What are the things that you're like, I have to command excellence here on this? And that needs to be the priority to command that level of excellence. And everything else that is not at that priority level can be okay with being done and not perfect for now, right? And V1 is perfectly okay. And we get that V1 up, like we just got the merch line up. And then next quarter, we can move that into one of the priority levels, right? And so that is how I think about perfectionism. And I don't want, yes, as women, we tend to have crazy perfectionism and it does hold us back, right? It does hold us back because we don't press that email. We re, we reread it a hundred times before we send. So we're wasting time on shit that we don't need to be wasting time on, right? But I don't want you to take away that perfectionism or that commanding excellence is not okay. We just have to choose and prioritize what are the things that we are going to demand that excellence from, or need that level of excellence, and like hundred out of hundred, or that perfectionism, or close to perfectionism? It can't be all of it. And so that that is what I'm going to sit down and do is take a look at what are those things that I've got to, you know, command that level. And so um, for us, like you know, at Co School, we have our retreat coming up. Luckily, I've done that playbook now over eight retreats we've hosted. So that I'm not overwhelmed with in terms of like logistics, planning, the workshops, all of it because we've done we've we've already perfected it, right? We spent several years already perfecting it. And so that pressure can come off of that because I know it's going to be I just have to go cultivate and bring in these women. Like that's the part that I have to go focus on, but it's It's already going to be at that, at that level because I trust it. I've done it so many times. My team has done it so many times. So that's not where I need to put the pressure. Um, the merch line, it's fine that it's up, right? But I have the accelerator coming up in the fall right? And that is something that we've done a few times now, but we have to add in different levels of programming, things that are relevant for taking place in business this year. This is our 12 weeks from founder to CEO. I bring a cohort in. It's pretty intensive and I, I'm really I need to make sure I'm really, really present with like those like that that cohort. And so if that becomes a priority, then that is the thing for the needle mover for this quarter to say like that is the priority item here at CO School. So an example of how I'm thinking about that. Uh, but being okay with things being done not perfect, and it's totally okay to have the ones that you want to prioritize. Um, and then finally, um, it's you know outsourcing and asking for help. So. Once I'm going to sit down and really take a look at okay, here's the things, and I do it in my buckets, right? You guys have heard me talk about my three buckets, but maybe let's do a refresher for those that have like now tuned into Co School recently. Um, I believe that we can only have three major priorities in our life at any given point, and so. And I really do believe in the rules of three, three major projects, three major needle movers. Every day you have only three items that you're like, these are the three things that I'm gonna for sure get completed, these are my priorities. So rule of three, and just like that in life, we have our three buckets. We have, and you decide what are your three buckets. For me, my number one bucket is my family. And I am in my family. So I also include myself in this bucket. But that is that is a bucket that takes up a lot of my time. Um, And there is no such thing like where this like bucket principle comes from is because I was so tired of being asked in interviews like how I strike like work-life balance. And I hate to break it to everyone. There is no such thing as work-life balance. It's just work-life integration. And how I have found work-life integration to work is by my three bucket principle. So you decide what are your three buckets and you fill those buckets every week, right? And it doesn't mean that like every day, you can perfectly fill up the right amount in each bucket. That is not realistic for, for you to be able to do or for me to be able to do. So my buckets are my family, number one, and I'm also in my family, right? So I'm in that bucket. And then my second bucket um, is CEO school now. It used to be stocks was my, my second bucket, but now it's CEO school. So my work, like this work is important to me. So that is my bucket. And then your third bucket, right, can be you know, it used to be Stack CEO School and my family. Those were my three buckets. And this third bucket that I have is now my, you know, speaking and um, the my personal brand and all these amazing, like, right, you know, getting this book deal. I have so much exciting stuff that's happening in this, um, you know, mission work that I'm, you know, that I'm working on. Um, and so that is a bucket that requires time. And so every single week, it's not that I'm gonna be, every day I'm gonna have this perfect balance, but at the end of the week, if I zoom out, I'm like, did I fill each of these buckets? That's my goal every week, is to strike that level of like filling those buckets, right? And so if I, like last week, I was traveling to, to um, the White House uh, to have dinner with uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. That is like literally, it was like a dream come true. But last week, while I was gone, I had travel, I was away, and that that filled my third bucket, right? But then I didn't get to fill the family bucket. I was away for two days. So that doesn't mean, so How th- that day, I was not able to fill everything perfectly. There's no such thing as like that perfect. I didn't do work for CEO school. I wasn't able to do stuff for my family, but I filled that bucket up during that week but now that like the rest of my week right how did i spend time to go fill the rest of the buckets and so you know as soon as i was back that weekend right last weekend i was in 100 percent zone with my kids like fully 100 percent i had mila's birthday party i was like planning all this stuff for them i was fully present with you know with her and all the things that she wanted we had the most fabulous family weekend celebrating my daughter's birthday. I definitely filled that bucket up, right? And I also got to fill a little bit of my bucket in last week too. I'm going for this trip. I planned a shopping day with my best friend and um, it was super fun. And I haven't gone to like literally a physical mall in forever. And we just had so much fun planning for this trip that's coming up. So I I really was able to fill those different buckets and then for Co school we stacked right I still had my mastermind calls we had other things so I was I was out of pocket for that Monday and Tuesday last week but when I got back Wednesday and Thursday was fully dedicated to making sure that the you know all the things that my team needed all the things that my community needed making sure that we got um, you know our podcast and everything scheduled for for this week everything is running so the bus is moving that is what my week looked like last week. Right? There was not one perfect day that I had every single thing on there that I was able to do that strike that balance. It was really about filling the buckets. And so this is my three bucket principles. I like don't put so much pressure on yourself to strike that perfect balance every day. There really is no such thing. And honestly, this is why I'm teaching today's episode because I knew I needed that reminder for myself. And so have your three buckets and then say no to everything that isn't on those buckets. Right. So right now I'm going into the season these are the three these are the three buckets that I have right now. And I really have to think about where I prioritize like other other things. It just means that everything else has to has to be a no. And so that is what I'm going to do and I encourage all of you to really take a look at your what's what's happening in the fall, right? What are your three buckets? Oh, we hosted Thursday. I remember what we did. We did a quarterly planning workshop for CEO School. It was such a great CEO School day. So I did, even with all the stuff, stroke that work-life integration through all of it. All right. So one, you know, I had said just, you know, I don't think there's a perfect solution. We have to be okay with it being done and not perfect. Learning to say no, um, prioritizing our buckets and our top three priorities, and then outsourcing and asking for help. I do think that that piece of it is important. Once you kind of have your list, you know all the things that are up ahead what do you actually need help with? Like Sit down. Like, what do you actually need help with? Where do you feel like you're struggling the most, right? And I do feel I know where I'm struggling the most right now. I've, I struggle the most in balancing my home life with my work life and all the things that are taking place. So I know I have to prioritize that and I have to figure out what's – how I can ask for help, right? And how I can make sure – like, I did not ask my partner for help the last couple of weeks. I've been, we've been kind of on our different schedules. Faisal and I have not done our Sunday Zoom out. I have not expressed to him that I'm feeling overwhelmed, that there's a lot going on. I've been like, yeah, I've got it. Oh yeah, no worries. I could drop and pick up and do this and do that. And don't worry, like we've, I've been cooking every single night. Like I don't need to cook every single night, right? It's okay that we um, can order in or maybe this week we do sunbask. There's so many ways to outsource. And think about how we can we can find support without it actually being like, I need someone else to do it. And so I want you to really sit down to think about what is it that you need help with? What is it that is actually being the driver? So overwhelm and this feeling that I'm feeling, it's this overall feeling, right? But if I actually break it down and I sit down, what are the things on my – what is actually causing me to feel so overwhelmed today, right? And I sit with that and I journal that and I write down here are the things or here's where like my stress is actually, here's what this would be really helpful or here's what I have to take off. If I take that off, will I still feel overwhelmed? Am I not asking for help? Am I not outsourcing it? Like once I figure out what are the things, then we can find solutions. I think what we try to what we try to do is we're like probably, like, we're doing and problem solving at the same time and we just don't give ourselves space at all. And sometimes all we need is a little bit of space. And today, when I walked in, I literally walked in and I saw my friend and when I see her I usually like tend to just dump all of my things and I'm like here's all the things that are happening and then I got emotional and I'm like actually I'm not okay somebody asked me after like so long because I've been going how I'm doing and I'm like actually I'm feeling exhausted and now all I needed was to not do that episode and just to like I need to have the space I need to sit down and say here's the things that I actually need and then we'll go solve for them. And for every problem, there is a solution. That is what we're good at. As entrepreneurs, we're so good at solving problems. That is why you are successful. The only thing that you need to be successful in business, and it applies to life, is you have to have the ability to think and problem solve, right? If you could be a strategic thinker and you come up, you're the one that comes up with the solutions. That's why you're the disruptor. That's why you're the one that's coming up with something innovative. You're the one that comes up with solutions. Other people just complain, right? That's they're not entrepreneurs, right? You're an entrepreneur. You come up with solutions. And so that is our, one of our biggest superpowers, yet we don't apply it to our lives, right? We, okay, I apply it so easily to business. You give me a business problem today, I'm like, boom, boom, done, done, done. Why am I not applying that in my personal life? And so let this be a reminder today that our principles in business, especially here at CO School, we need to translate those and I need to translate those into my personal life, which I tend to do. But when I'm out of my systems and when I'm out of my processes, this overwhelmed feeling comes place, comes over and it's okay. But all we need is just a little bit of space to sort it all through. So that's what I'll be doing is I'm saying, no, I'm not going on the trip. I need to go solve for... Um, making sure that we have things prioritized for school and, um, you know, life and all of those things. And so that I have the ability to do the things that I love in the schedule that works for me, right? And I'm I'm really proud of that. Like I would say this year, some of the changes that I've really made and it's been so awesome. My work day, my first meeting doesn't start till 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock is my first meeting. It doesn't mean that I'm not doing things in the morning or not taking a call or whatever. 10 o'clock is my first official meeting. It's 10 to three. That Those are like my solid set meeting hours, working hours, where people have access to me Monday through Thursday, right? Fridays, I, Fridays are my day, right? And it means if I choose to do work, if I choose to work on a project, if I choose to use that time for writing, if I choose to use that time to get my nails done or to just like catch up on Netflix, like whatever I decide, Fridays are my day. And I've created space in my calendar finally. And that is a, that is something that I also encourage. I haven't had the luxury of being able to do that, and I I would I actually I would I would take that back. I think I did have the luxury. I think I was I wasn't confident in like in some part of it. I had some fear that was holding me back from actually taking those actions. Or, you know when I did have that, you know when my schedule was crazy. So I do believe that it is in each of our controls, and that's the reason why we became entrepreneurs in the first place right? Freedom of time, freedom of dollar, and freedom of impact. Like Those are the three reasons why I chose to to leave my corporate job to do what I'm doing is because I wanted to have those freedoms. And so you do control it. And there are things that you just don't control, right? There's so many things that I, I cannot control right now that are taking place. But I do control what I do with my time, how I spend it, who I spend it with, what I choose to do with it, what I choose not to do with it. And so let's all just take a moment with me and hopefully reprioritize we've got a beautiful quarter coming up q3 is my favorite time of the year i really love seasons in uh like of the world and i do believe this is how business works as well seasons and i believe that q3 is the best everything is back to school um and back to like this amazing level of energy um and when i say back to school i'm talking ceo school uh and we're we're there's just a lot of amazing things taking place at like in work and just the fall is my favorite time. And it is also my birthday. Uh, so September 21st, the first day of fall is my birthday. And I do believe that that is not, um, that's for a reason too. So I do love Q3 and I'm excited for an amazing Q3. And so I'm actually grateful today that I am overwhelmed and that I'm able to, to take the time to acknowledge it, feel it and problem solve for it. So that's what I'll be doing. If you enjoyed today's episode, let me know if things resonated with you or if you're feeling the exact same way and you just want a friend to say you're not crazy. Just send me a note, screenshot this episode, tag me, leave me a review, leave us a review down below. That is how we grow and we want this message to be for like every entrepreneur and every woman out there who needs to hear this. So share this with your friends today. And I hope that you are... Uh, calm with ease and abundance going into the fall. And that's the energy that hopefully I'll be bringing for all of you as well. Once I kind of get all of this sorted. So thanks for spending uh, your morning with me this Monday morning. I'll see you next week at CEO School. Thank you for tuning into today's show. If you loved it, leave us a review. We are so proud to bring you authentic conversations, game changer expert guests and valuable content on and offline the best compliment you can give us is by screenshotting today's show and tagging us on Instagram at CEO school and at Sanira Madani. We are obsessed with swag. So don't be surprised if we want to send you some, thanks for tuning into class today. And remember nothing bad happens when women make more money.